follow me on social media, you have probably seen me post about my superfood probiotic shots that I take every single morning. I've been using these biome supplements for the past year and I absolutely love them. Biome is your one-stop shop for supplements that support overall wellness by helping you optimize your gut health. I love taking these superfood probiotic shots to start my day because not only have I noticed a big improvement in my health, they also taste delicious. Head over to biomehealth.com. That's B-I-O-H-M health.com and use my code Hannah for 20% off your order. I'll link it in the description below. Hello, my friends. Happy Friday. Today is the day. Welcome back to another episode of the ByWords show. I'm your host, Hannah Hughes, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm really looking forward to today's topic because it's just something that I feel isn't talked about a whole lot. I mean, there's definitely talks about time management and making the most of your time and productivity and things like that. But I haven't heard many conversations about how to use your time well through the lens of faith, I guess, and really submitting your time each day to the Lord. And this is something that has just been, I don't know, it just keeps coming up for me. And so I just wanted to share a little bit about what I've been learning and then some things I'm going to be doing this year to help me make the most of my time. So I just want to give you some backstory. Last year, I was doing a lot. <laughs> I was doing so much and I just had a lot on my plate. And the thing is, they were good things. I was working part-time at our church as an admin. I had this podcast. I started school again. I was working for an anti-trafficking company and I also had some clients doing you know, brand consulting and then my purpose sessions and things like that on top of being a toddler mom, <laughs> which is a crazy season in and of itself. So I just got to this point where I felt very overwhelmed and frustrated a little bit because I felt like I wasn't making progress or having breakthrough in really any area. And honestly, I just got to the point where I realized I can do all the things, but maybe not all at once. And so I just really started praying and seeking wisdom and, and talking to people to try to figure out like, what do I do? Like, how do I handle this? Because I feel like these are all good things, but what do I say yes to? What do I say no to? How do I manage my time and steward it well so that I'm making progress in my goals? I'm moving towards the life I want to build. I'm, you know, I'm living in my purpose, doing the things that God is calling me to do, but I'm not overworked. I'm not overcommitted. I'm not burnt out and ending up just feeling like paralyzed by all of the things that I have on my plate and I've just spread myself so thin. So a couple months ago, I was talking with my mentor about this and I was telling her, I just feel like I have so much on my plate and I don't know what to do because I like all the things that I'm doing or I feel that I need to do them for whatever reason, like, oh, I need to be doing this financially, or this is something that I need to do for my business and all the excuses, all the reasons why, you know, have a million and one reasons why I need to be doing all of the things that I've said yes to. But she started telling me this story about how when she was younger, she was in a season where she too felt overcommitted and she had just said yes to a lot of things. And she felt like the Lord was prompting her to take a step back and really evaluate, like take inventory of her life. And she said that she felt prompted to write out every single thing that she had said yes to, every role and responsibility, every commitment that she had in that season. 
and then pray over each one individually until she got a very specific yes or no from the Lord. And as she's telling me this, I'm like feeling, you know, the sweaty palms, like, I think I need to do that, but I don't want to because I know that I'm going to have to say no and let some things go. And that is just really hard for me. Okay. I'm a very ambitious, love productivity. Like I'm that girl. Okay. So this already was feeling really scary to me. But then she told me that once she had said no and started letting some things go, she had this margin in her life. And that's when God asked her and her husband to adopt their son. And it just hit me. Wow. Like, what am I missing out on? What opportunities might God present to me that I wouldn't be able to say yes to because I have said yes to so many other things? Like, even good things could get in the way of. God things, you know, that sounds so cheesy, but it's true because I'm just at this point in my life where I want to be saying yes to the right things. I want to be showing up for the right people at the right time and have the right commitments because it's just not worth it to say yes to a lot of good things without really evaluating what the right things are for me and my family, my health in this season and what God's calling me to do. So It just got me thinking, you know, and I knew after she told me that, that that is probably what I needed to do. That whole process of taking a step back, looking at my life, being really honest about maybe what I need to let go of. And it was so hard, but this was actually around the time that we went to the UK. So in October last year, we went to Ireland and Scotland and it was right after I had this conversation with my mentor and The trip was such a blessing because I had no priorities. I had no responsibilities other than just being with my family and enjoying that time. And so it was a really great chance for me to take that inventory of my life. And I realized it on the flight home that I hadn't even thought about my work. I hadn't even thought about my jobs during that time. And so these things that I thought would be the end of the world for me to let go of, I realized that I would survive if I wasn't doing. Like I would still enjoy my life. I would still have purpose. I would still be able to do good things if I'm not doing all of these things. I just realized, okay, I feel now in my spirit that God is asking me to let some things go. So I started the transition out of my job at our church. And I also transitioned out of my job at the anti-trafficking company, which was so hard for me because I love, like I'm so passionate about anti-trafficking And I just felt this lie from the enemy that that was my only opportunity or that was my only chance. And here's the thing. I feel like he's so sneaky. He always does this. The enemy will come in right when you get a word from the Lord or you start to make a step in faith. He will come in and try to convince you of all the reasons why it's not as good of an idea as you originally thought it was. And I just want to encourage you. I didn't plan to say this. This just like came to me and I need this for myself right now. So I just want to tell you too. If you have even the slightest nudge that God is telling you to move, say yes, say yes first, and just trust that he will connect all the dots for you. He will manage all the details for you. All you have to do is say yes and take a step. The enemy is always going to try to talk you out of faith. He's always going to try to talk you out of moving the way God wants you to move, you know, and taking those steps of faith. Don't let him do that because the thing is, God knows you so well. He knows the plans he has for you, which means he knows the steps you need to take to live the life that is going to be the most purposeful, fulfilling, you know, like impactful life that you could live. 
And the enemy will do anything he can to talk you out of that, including getting you so busy and overcommitted that you end up burnt out and ineffective. I don't want that for you. And I don't want that for me. So that's why I want to talk about how we can do things differently this year to steward our time and make a greater impact and live more purposefully. Okay. So that's where I'm getting at today. So I loved that process with my mentor. Honestly, that was so helpful for me because it gave me a good look at what I was actually saying yes to in my life. Because I think we forget that we make time for what matters to us, whether we're conscious of it or not, we are going to be spending our time on the things that we value the most. And sometimes it's really humbling to take a step back and look at our calendars, look at our schedules, look at our screen time, okay, humbling, and just realize what we've been spending our time on. Because I'm sure you've heard it said that time is a a currency. And so what are we spending it on? Are we wasting it? Are we spending our time on things that are going to give us a good return on our investment? Those are the kinds of things I want to be thinking about this year, not from a selfish stance, but like, Lord, what do you really want me to do with my life? Whether it's for me or my family or the people in my life that you want me to love well, that's what I want to be spending my time on. I want to get your vision for my life. I want to get your heart for the people in my world. And I just want to use my time well. Like I said, How you spend your time says a lot about you, tells you a lot about what you value and what you will prioritize. And so I just wonder if you could take a step back, whether it's right now or today or sometime this week, and just look at how you've been spending your time, maybe in the past few days, the past week, the past month, it could be pulling out your calendar and looking at what you've been spending your time on. It could be pulling out your phone and looking at your screen time. I recently did this and I was shocked This is so (laughs) embarrassing to say because I honestly thought that I was not doing too bad. Like, I don't feel like I'm somebody who has a technology or a phone addiction. I scroll as much as the next girl, okay? But my screen time showed me that I spend 40 hours a week on average on my phone. That shocked me and it really convicted me because I was like, 40 hours? That is a full-time job. Like I could be spending that time on so many other, better, more important things. And so I feel like sometimes we just get overwhelmed or we feel anxious and stressed or like this pressure to do things. And we're like, oh, I can't, I just don't have time. I just don't have time for that right now. I'm too busy. But if we have 40 hours a week, talking to myself, if I have 40 hours a week that I'm spending on my phone, granted, some of that is work. Some of that is, you know, reading the Bible app, good things, texting. Still, that's a lot of time that I could be spending on these things that I feel like I've wanted to do, but I just, quote, don't have time. So I'm sick of that. I don't want to be spending 40 hours a week on my phone. So maybe it's time that we say no to some things so that we can give a better yes. One of my favorite prayers lately is just to pray God set the pace for this day. Show me what matters today. Have you guys ever had that happen where it's like you're going throughout your day and then somebody cancels a plan or says they can't make it or they need to reschedule and you immediately feel this sense of relief? That happens to me sometimes. And I'm like, oh my goodness, thank you, Lord. Like, I didn't even know that I needed this margin today, but thank you so much 
for moving things around because I didn't even know, like I would have kept saying yes and overdoing it or whatever it may be. And I just love recognizing God in those moments because I feel like sometimes he just wants us to realize we've got way too much going on, even if it's good stuff. And so let's talk about making margin. You may have heard people talk about this whole margin idea, but really like how can we make space in our schedules to say yes to better things? I think really a key in this is seeking God first each day, each week, like throughout the day to get his vision for your life, even down to the day-to-day, hour by hour, whatever that looks like for you, because that really will help us be able to steward our time better. Because if we sit down and we invite God into our world, into our schedules, into our time, and show us what really matters, then I think it kind of gives us a blueprint for maybe some things that we need to let go of or things that really are not aligned with that vision or, you know, the priorities for that season. And I know that will change like based on health, based on family, based on whatever circumstances with jobs and finances, there's obviously going to be seasons where you have to work hard. There are going to be seasons where you have to prioritize your health or family or whatever that looks like. But overall, could we take a step back and just say, God, what, what do you expect from me? Like, what would honor you in this season and how I am using my time? So that would be my first thing is just pray. And I know that sounds so simple, but for me, even I've been in this season of coming back to the basics because I know we've talked about this before, but why as women, do we overcomplicate things so often and so quickly? I just think that we don't need to do that. Like, I think we can really start simplifying this process and coming back to prayer, coming back to inviting God into the day to day makes such a huge difference. One thing that I've been trying to do so far this year is wake up earlier. And you probably heard me talk about this on the last episode about the things I'm doing differently this year, but I really just want to be more intentional with my mornings. I was actually having this conversation with my mentor recently as well. This idea of starting my day to set the tone for the rest of the day, for the rest of the week, whatever. It's almost like tithing your time, which is so cool. Cause if you think about with money, if we tithe that first 10%, it's a step of faith to say, Lord, I'm submitting my finances to you. And I trust that you can provide for us. So we're just going to commit to you this portion and believe that you will bless the other 90%. It's kind of like that for our, our time. Like for me, I really want to give God the first part of my day, the first part of my week by going to church, you know? And it's almost like saying, Lord, I'm, I'm sacrificing this time to you first and trusting that you will lead and guide and give me wisdom for how to manage and steward the rest of it well. So that's kind of the approach that I'm taking lately. And it's been so beautiful and it's been so cool because I don't even, I can't even tell you, okay, I'm not a pleasant person if I wake up and have to rush right into the day, especially because our son wakes up pretty early himself. And so if I wake up and immediately am thrown into mom mode and making breakfast and packing lunches and getting him dressed and getting us ready for the day, like it's so overwhelming because I have not had the space to set my mind for the day or pray, or even like those days are so hard for me because I get to the end of the day. I feel so tired. I realize I haven't even prayed, opened my Bible, haven't done anything for myself, haven't been still at all. And I suffer. Like 
I can tell a difference and it, it is so important to me now. I know that I need to protect that time, whether it's five minutes before Jude gets up or two hours, whatever. I'm not saying you need to wake up at 4.30 AM, <laughs> but I'm saying like, at least for me, giving God that first few minutes of my day, those first moments before I start scrolling, before I start checking notifications, before I start rushing into all the to-dos that I have on my list for the day, if I come and and just sit with him for a moment, I feel so grounded. I feel so centered. And it almost reminds me of what really matters. And to me, it's like, you know, when you go to the gym in the morning, or if you get your workout in at the beginning of the day, it almost motivates you to eat healthier and make better choices the rest of the day. Maybe it's just me, but I always feel more inspired to continue with that pattern of health. If I have prioritized my movement for the day at the beginning. And it's kind of like that for me spiritually as well. <laughs> I know this is a silly example, but for me, really, if I spend a little bit of time in the morning, whether it's just in stillness, in gratitude, in prayer, in reading my Bible and getting some scripture and truth into my brain first thing as I'm fueling my body physically, I'm fueling my spirit. And I feel so much better throughout the day. I feel more aware of God throughout the day. I feel more in tune with his spirit. I just feel more open, not so much in a hurry. I feel more peaceful, more rested, more just good. Like it's just a good feeling. It's a sweet feeling. And I, I just want more of that this year. So these are some thoughts that I've had lately that have just really made a difference for me. And I'm wondering if you might be, you know, might, might need to take that step as well to sit down, maybe just like go on a walk or even have a conversation with your friends or a spouse, an accountability partner, a mentor, somebody who can maybe help you see your blind spots of areas that you might be overcommitting that might really not be lined up with what God is wanting from you or, or wants for you in this season. And so some things that you might want to ask yourself, and these are things that I've been asking myself is, is the way I'm using my time honoring God, is it moving me closer to him or is it distracting me and, and kind of pulling my focus away from him and the things that really matter to me. And then also is the way I'm spending my time aligned with what matters to me? Because to me, 40 hours a week on my phone shows me that I have not been prioritizing the things that I thought I was. Cause I can guarantee I'm probably not spending 40 hours a week on my business right now. I'm probably not spending 40 hours a week in quality time with my family, you know, those kinds of things, which no one expects us to, you know, it's it, hear me say, I'm not saying you need to like redo your whole life and never be on your phone and never do, you know, it's not about perfection. It's about just having awareness about where our time is going. Because for me, it's like, wow, 40 hours a week, I could spend on so many more important things that would help me be a better person. That would help me be a happier person, a more fulfilled person, a better mom, a better wife, a better friend. And I want that. I want that for me rather than you know, seeing what's going on on social media, you know? So that's just kind of what I've been processing through. And then lastly, is my use of time moving me closer to who I really want to be? And this kind of goes back to what, these are just kind of different ways to ask the same question. But really, like I said, I don't want to be the kind of person, I don't want to be the kind of mom that's always on my phone checking notifications, whether it's an email or a text or good things, you know, it, it all comes back to that. It could be good things, but is it the right thing? Is it the best use of my time? I think that it's so normal for people to be busy that 
it almost sounds weird to ask ourselves these questions. And I wish it wasn't because I don't want my son to grow up and always see me on my phone scrolling and checking and emails and notifications and responding to texts right away. Like that, that is not my priority. Those things can wait. Those things are worthy of my time, but they aren't as urgent as some other things. So maybe it's just reordering my time. Maybe it's just putting my phone away until I've had five to 10 minutes, 30, 45 minutes of quiet time in the morning and just space for myself, for God, for my family. And then I can check notifications, you know? So I just recommend sitting down and taking a couple minutes, maybe an hour to take inventory of your life. Like I said, pull out your calendar, pull out your screen time, pull out just a list of your responsibilities, make yourself a list of everything that you've said yes to everything you're committed to in the season. And just see, are those the things that you want to be doing right now? Are those the things that are helping you become the person you want to be? Or are they making you a tired person? Are they making you an overwhelmed person? Are they making you feel busy and in a hurry and that you have to hustle to keep up? Because I just want to say to you, friend to friend, I don't know if that's what God wants for us. In fact, I don't, I know that's not what God wants for us. I think that he wants our use of time to be something that is beautiful and sweet and helping us experience the goodness of his world and his people and the life that we have. Like, Our time is a gift. And I don't want us to miss that by getting caught up in the busyness of even a lot of good things. So I just wanted to share that with you today. I just feel like it's easy for us to get caught up in a lot of good things and using our time, but we forget about this idea of margin so quickly. And last year, I even was in a season where I I really needed margin. And I mean, this is an ongoing thing, you know, like we're always going to have to be coming back to this and reevaluating the use of our time. But I, I felt like in that season when I was overcommitted, I, I felt God saying, make space and then trust me. Don't try to fill it. Just make the space. What, so I want to ask you, what are some ways that you can make space in your life? Because if God were to come or an opportunity were to come to you, that was right for you and for your season and for your purpose, would you be able to say yes? I just don't want to miss that. I, I really don't want to miss that. And I don't want you to miss that either. So I hope this was encouraging to you. I'm excited. I really feel like this year is going to be a year of breakthrough, of maybe having hard conversations, but for the sake of getting back to the roots of what really, really matters and simplifying the process. Maybe it's just me, <laughs> but these are the things that I just really feel like God's up to something and I don't want to miss it. I want to be a part of it. And I want you to as well. So cheers to that. I'm excited. Let's have a great year. Let's use our time well. I love you guys and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the Byword Show. I love having you here and I'm so thankful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode to let me know you were here. I can't wait to talk again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to come hang out with me on Instagram and remember, I am cheering you on.